Well, happy Wednesday, whenever you are listening to this, as we are now in the post-resurrection portion of our calendar. He is risen, he is risen indeed. I'm so very grateful for this past week to have just celebrated so many great things with so many people about the resurrection of our, our King and Savior, Jesus Christ. And one thing I've I've always found perplexing. You know, you ever think about those those famous in those movies that maybe let's say at the end of Star Wars, let's say Return of the Jedi or End of Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, or any of these big, big blockbuster sagas, you know, any of the Avengers movies, if you will. There's always uh, the the great triumph of good over evil, and then there's a massive celebration, a feast, uh, uh, a, some sort of gathering where the good guys let their hair down, so to speak, and just celebrate and be very grateful for their victory. And I've always found it, you know, perplexing. What happens when you are you're a storyteller and you tell a story, like for example, Return of the Jedi, which you know that was made uh, in 1983, and for up until 2015, uh, you know, for 32 years, there was nothing. You know, there was there was no story post that besides what was written about, but as far as most people go, there there is really nothing that happened. They just kind of lived happily ever after, like a lot of fairy tales, right? Which, the reason why it's a fairy tale and it's fiction is because we know that's not how it works. There's there's another valley to, to tread down, and there's another mountain to climb up in life. That's just what life is, right? Well, you know, as Christians, we, we celebrate this this time, this resurrection, but it comes around every year. It's it's a mark in our calendar that we can live in this hope. And my question is, what do we do? What do we do in victory? What do we do after we experience some uh, this great thing? Are we just waiting for another shoe to drop, so to speak? Are we are we just waiting for something bad to happen because we know that's what life is? And and for some people, with that type of acknowledgement, that's why they they don't really like to. Enjoy things. They always try to take the the fun out of the party, not because they're completely selfish, but because they they just know that life itself, you know, has a way of delivering bad news at, even after good news. And some people just say, "Live in the moment, enjoy the moment." And for some, that's very difficult. And what I'm what I'm interested in spiritually is, you know, as we look at a lot of these stories in the arts, and they remind us of maybe idealism and how things could be when it comes to representation and response. But when you look at the life of a Christian and how we celebrate our lives, we're, we're constantly living in victory. There can't be any bad news, so to speak, right? Uh, because what we experience as good news is eternal. It transcends any, any sort of temporary suffering or bad news, so to speak, because we know that even though bad things can happen to us in this world, we're not looking and we're not seeking the rewards of this world. We're looking for things that are ahead, things that are eternal, soaring up for our treasures in heaven, so to speak, right? Well, still points the question, though, that we look at the ideals of, of fiction and storytelling and we want to imagine living happily ever after. We understand that it's a real, uh, that is a fantasy because we, doesn't, we realize it doesn't happen in our present world. But yet what we see after Holy Week is that this victory sort of fading because we get back into life. We don't say he is risen in the middle of July, right? Because now we're in Eastertide. We're headed towards Pentecost, the giving of the Holy Spirit. That's all good. 
And then the rest of the year, we're just like, and we're headed towards Christmas where we celebrate Jesus's arrival. And so we get these ebbs and flows of, of different eras of gratitude. And yet I would love to say in the middle of, let's say September, you know, he has risen. Yeah, he's in, he has risen indeed, right? We're still in a post-Easter era. We're not, we're not yet in Advent. And I'm just wondering that that victory ought to persist year round. People ought to know why we're so happy all the time. And we're, we're slaves sometimes to patterns and, and certain things, dates on the calendar of, of based on, at least here in America, and how vacations work. It's like, okay, so you break down your calendar into certain bits, right? In bits of like, it's like half of it's Half of it's your regular routine, half of it's maybe centered around the church. And I'm wondering, what would happen if all of it was centered around the church? Two dates in particular, Christmas and Easter. I don't know. But I, I would like to think that it would impact the way we live our lives and celebrate. And just like we don't celebrate the 12 days of Christmas, where I truly wish we could celebrate them as, as they are, uh, as every day, it's, it's like Christmas starts uh, the Christmas season, as Advent is the anticipation for the Christmas season, Christmas starts it and then it and it ends on the twelfth day. That would be amazing to me as a culture. We we perpetually celebrate it. That's how I would want to do it. Um. So anyway, just some things to be thinking about. I, I want I want us to be thinking about this in our gratitude. This is gonna be a shorter one today because there's not really much to be said. We're headed towards Pentecost now. And we're in a post-resurrection era in our Christian calendar. And I would just like us to celebrate it a little bit longer. You see, at, at this point, the disciples are absolutely flabbergasted. They, they, their eyes have been opened. They understood everything now that Jesus had told them, that, that he had told them from the very beginning that he had to leave them. But he is not leaving them as orphans. He's not leaving them alone. He will be with them to the very end. He served them to the very end and that he's going to promise this helper, and that's, in, in fact, what we will be celebrating at Pentecost here in a few weeks. But it, but let's not forget what he did. Let's not just go on, okay, the first Sunday after Easter, and now we just kind of salt back in the routine to get it amped up again until we take this big spirit, late spring, summer, early fall off until we get back into maybe Thanksgiving, which has nothing to do with the Bible, uh, at least for here in the West and in the United States, and then we finally get to Advent again. I, I want us to have have some forethought about what it means to celebrate the resurrection all the way up until Advent. That's what I want to challenge us on. It's let's have that victory be like a true victory. Let's celebrate it more. Let's make that impactful. That's what I would like. And I'm going to try to do that differently this year. I'm preaching to myself. I want to be able to, to keep my decorations and my apartment up year round because that's what it that's what it means he is risen indeed let's live that out those are just some thoughts may god bless you and may god keep you